smile. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Queers. Hi, get, uh, bye, get, wait, what comes after Pride Month? Is it Wrath Month? Uh, it's when all the corporations flee. Oh, uh, and what's your safe word? <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast that's got a few kinks. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Uh, it's been it's been a we just finished pride here yeah, uh, did, how was your weekend daddy it was it was fun it was it, it was a good pride for me i had an enjoyable time uh but it kind of started off on a sour note on friday with the roe v wade decision from the supreme court uh-huh. and i think a lot of people were angry Oh, absolutely. So, and we just did it. We, we did a, a charity, last minute charity. Oh my God. So t- Monday morning, I wake up after a, a long Sunday of pride and I'm just like exhausted. But you know what? We got right back to the swing of things. We had a, a charity for the Rep- Reproductive Rights Fund. We raised $3,000 in a few hours. Like people are very much angry. Sure. But like they're, they are fully in it to let people know that, you know, this is, this isn't okay. No one agrees with you here. The The majority is going to definitely be on our side. In fact, I think it's 77% of Americans or eight out of 10 people on average were absolutely in the, the, the side that like believes that abortion should be something that women have an option to. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I know. And, and I think uh, we should probably uh, preface today's podcast with like, uh, can you give us a, a warning? What, what do you mean? A warning? Give us the warning sound. Nah, <laughs> no, it's perfect. It sounded like it sounded like a, an angry sheep. <laughs> um, today's podcast is definitely going to be talking about uh, the Roe v. Wade things, as well as just uh, rights in general. Kind of because this isn't this isn't surprising. Well, it's surprising. It's it's scary, but it's not surprising if you really look at it's not a the history we, of we, America. We saw this late. coming. They yeah. literally announced it a month and a half ago. Absolutely, with that leaked document. And this has been on their agenda forever, and it was coming down. People are just surprised that they actually pulled the trigger. I'm not, but a lot of people are. But first, let's talk about positive. Uh, how was your pride? Can we can we can we talk about things? I had a great what, time at Pride. Well, starting so I think because that Friday morning I was not feeling proud of anything. So I was like, "Ugh, I don't even know if I want to go to the parade." Da, 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 da. And then uh, Friday evening, uh, the trans march went from uh, Dolores Park down Market Street here in San Francisco, and I think that just marching and venting and getting it out and seeing the solidarity of everyone around us that helped calm me down a little bit. Um, and that was just the trans march. So we went to the trans yeah, march. There were like three thousands of people. But yeah, the, that one was overly attended than than usual. Mm-hmm. Thank thank goodness. You know, we're out of of COVID for the most part when it comes to these kinds of events. But there were multiple other parades that were all converging at the the Capitol building here. So it was a really uplifting experience and response to all the negative. Um, but what then? What else did you do this weekend? Um, and then we went to the Mr. S leather party and then we went to the Eagle after on Saturday 
And then on Sunday, we marched in the parade with the leather contingent. Okay, wait, well, you're speeding through this. I mean, Saturday, we we had a wonderful time at the jockstrap party, which is nice to see all the leather people out and about. Um, and then we even had, like, there was a block party at the Eagle, like you said. It was the perfect day. It was nice and sunny. But then the, the most surprising thing was uh, midday Saturday, you're like, I want to march in the parade. I want I want to march in, which that is so... so to daddy, be fair, daddy, I had, I had he never this. wants to march in the parade. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not true. I said I wanted to march in the parade, and you kept saying, oh, but it's so long and doesn't start till so-and-so. And da, 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 I never and said no. I, I said, know. are you sure? Because you and are I not know. one that likes to march or be in the sun for long periods of time you need a nap usually throughout the day like so i consistently got in, got little pushback and flack so i just tom sawyered you all the way there sunday morning so i'm just like oh let's <laughs> just go say me? hi to everybody what do you mean tom just, sawyer i made it look like it was gonna be fun I never and, and said no. It. I was concerned about you more than anything. You're making this like it's my. I don't fault. know why you were concerned about me. I was fine. Have I wanted to do it. I've done. <laughs> I've done the parade so many times. I've organized <laughs> floats in the parade. I know how long it takes. I so well, what I hear is next year, Daddy's putting together a what's the safe word float, <laughs> and going to put together a whole a whole car and a like moving in costumes if you and... want I'll, I'll do that that's okay, fine daddy, there, okay i cannot wait for your pitch i think, for I think it should be an on guard uh no no though. no that was not what i said i said what's the safe Ooh, on guard now, can... now we'll have to fight over what the float the is. pig can be on like a little like elevated platform in the back just you know like a disney princess you know just waving <laughs> from the the car walking along <laughs> but you know what i didn't see what? at pride didn't see any asses chaps <laughs> that's because those don't exist exactly well that no but we, we marched with the leather contingent yeah. so it was nice to to kind of f come full circle for that because you know all of pride it's just people screaming about leathers and kinksters being there and inappropriateness honestly the pride was not that that rambunctious at least the part that we were at we we never go to the civic center which is like kind of the after after party because that does get very messy yeah, but the the pride itself, the the march was really really nice. It was good energy. Everyone was there, well attended, and the the kinky people were out in full force. And, and the kink contingent was big. And we mm -hmm. were uh, we had um, we had two whippers, one leading. Uh, Danny Nugent was leading the beginning, and then we had another one at the end with the bull whip. Uh, there, Mijikun on uh, uh, Twitter, um, and they would walk behind us and crack a bullwhip and that sound just really snaps you into attention <laughs> so we yeah, got a lot of attention also, like, going down the it gets very scary after walking with them for like two hours it was no it just becomes becomes no, it does just, not when it's right behind it's you. just white noise at that point it's just a bull no whip it's still a, cracking, a whip cracking. crack <laughs> okay i'll remember that next time i'm standing behind you with something that can whip we'll see we'll see how much noise gets made then uh-huh no, i loved it it was, a, it was a nice day it was because gorgeous. there are times when you march where uh the flows in front of you stop and then you're just kind of stuck standing there in front of like these people that have already cheered for you so there's not much more they can do so i whipped them up into a frenzy and got them to cheer to get the whip cracker to crack a whip yeah that one they loved it mm -hmm. they loved it and you know who loved it 
children, puppies, families, everyone loved it. So did anyone's pearls get snatched? I don't know. We did Were give out a bunch of Mardi Gras beads, so they got some. Who gave out? We didn't have Mardi Gras beads. No, the the people in front of us uh, were giving out beads. Oh no no! The people in front of us like went and hugged someone, and I like watched, and they were like they gave them beads, and then immediately they're they're like well, I don't want this. So then they bamboozled the next person. Was like oh my god, here's some beads. <laughs> well, but did you see? So I saw plenty of leather kinksters. I saw plenty of people having a great time. Families, and there was there was adult stuff too. Um, but I did not see, thankfully, too many corporations. But I, I, we were walking right by, I think, who was it, Safeway? You yeah, that were, that were right in our little continuum. Because those that don't know or have never been to a Pride Parade, like there are pretty much the alleyways that lead to the main street. There's a bunch of uh, places where people will just stop and get their group together and be ready so that the second that, that part of the parade walks, you just walk on in there. It was very well run and it, it was very smooth. Like I'm so used to Seattle, which takes forever. And takes forever to start. See, that's and why New York you hadn't pride. done San Francisco before. It is efficient. They they they've got. I've, this I've been to it before, and I've been to the the planning meetings for the the pride itself, which yeah. are a nightmare. And ugh. but I mean, nice. they they took off within half an hour of assembling our group. Yeah, um, it was great. It was, and I think the well, leather contingent well, had a very good number this year, which was nice too. So we weren't at the very back of the line. Yeah, we were what, what we were in the top like 100 or something. Yeah, we were in 100. Which is actually impressive considering there's like 300 something booths or so or not booths. Um and my hats off to the rubber contingent that turned out in full latex. Ooh. Uh there were at least four or five of them that wore full latex and it was a hot day. And if you've ever worn latex in the sun, you know that it quickly fills up in sweat. <laughs> so I'm sure they were sloshing by the time we got to the end. No, they were just dripping everywhere. Mm. Well, one of them, one of them ended up getting a hole in the, the butt of their suit and I felt so bad. I know I had a daddy fix him. So I, I went to you one of the, what now? well, uh, AJ had a blowout in his butt. <laughs> Which is when the rubber splits. That's what they call so that. It's a blowout. So now, and if that blowout gets any bigger, it's going to rip and tear his entire suit until he is walking naked. <laughs> so I went over to the bare chest calendar float and i was like hey do you have any duct tape or gaff tape or anything and thankfully they had a roll of black so it matched his latex so i just put a few pieces of duct tape over his ass and his blowout was contained i i, I plugged the hole <laughs> uh but what, what do you even do after that though because once you've once you've blown out oh no he like that, we, we saw him at juanita's later he mm -hmm. he had to run home and change or had a spare <laughs> no but i mean like he had a spare pair of rubber what do you do out. what do you do it with with that blowout you know when it's that big and it's just in such a stretchy area that's so hard to patch uh -oh. no i'm sure you can patch it but uh yeah it's, it's time for new latex at that point oh that said corporations or not uh today's first sponsor manscaped is here to make sure that you are ready for the pride season as well as the summer season now have you ever have you ever nicked or cut yourself while doing some manscaping daddy i used to do it all the time yeah. and then i got a manscaped <gasps> razor so y'all if you're not familiar with manscaped they have the lawnmower 4.0 which is one of our favorite trimmers to date uh we had the 2 and the 3.0 but now the 4.0 is out in us and canada and it's waterproof, but it also has little guards on the trimmer and a light to make sure that you are not going to harm yourself. And it does actually reduce 
nicks and cuts in the long run. And it's actually good because I like to shave my subs down, so I tie them down. But I normally take my glasses off for vanity because I think I look better without my glasses. Um, so I can't really see what I'm doing sometimes. So the Manscaped razor really helps me not <laughs> nick oh them God. unintentionally okay. when I'm shaving them down. Now, the lawnmower 4.0, it has 7,000 RPMs, which stand for? Uh, real per... I don't know. What is it? That, yeah, that, that's just the sound it makes. Real, real, and it has skin safe TM technology to keep your balls in check. And multiple people will say that it helps reduce manscaping accidents. Now they have, again, the, the lawnmower 4.0 with that light and the travel safety. You can recharge it real easily. Um, and the guard that you get is from one to four. So there's four different sizes of guards and just the normal. So technically five. Mm -hmm. I use it for my face. I use it for my body. I use it for my balls and more. So if you'd like to try your own Manscaped, get the perfect performance package, you can use offer code what, Daddy? What's 20? At manscaped.com for 20% off, free shipping, and you, you might you should you should you should get it in now for the summer season. You might get some nice boxers with the jewel pouch. You got the travel shed. You can get their crop preservers, revivers, deodorants. They have literally everything to make you smell nice and musky. And I mean that in a good way. Me too. But last week we also did, uh, we filmed a new video with a brand new sponsor. Um, do you remember what we filmed last week? <laughs> uh, we do you really not so remember? Much. We filmed so much, I don't know. There was a box. Yeah, so current, like flexing so a, what, do you, what am I flexing right now? <laughs> oh, muscle. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing that I did do when I was at Pride was I was uh, on the apps, as it were. Did you end up finding or meeting any new out-of-towners? Uh, I did not find anyone new. Well, today's second sponsor, Muscle, is definitely going to help you find some friends, maybe some fun, or even a little bit of flirtation. Now, Muscle is an app. That's M-U-S-L that you can download for your phone. And it is, it's very interesting how it works. So, like, you use any other dating app and you just get, like, a wall of people. You can kind of filter it through. But, like, you're not sure what people's intentions are on said app. And you definitely don't know what that person is into when it comes to some of the maybe darker, kinkier things. But what I really love about Muscle is it has three category environments that you can actually switch between and in such a way that they are walled off. And they have what is called the friends category, the flirt and the fun. So like if you're in a friend category, what do you, who, who, what kind of person do you think you'd find in the friends? Um, hopefully a friend. <laughs> Not the, not the Golden Girls, that's for sure. No, but like for you, if you want to be friends with someone, what are some interests you would be looking for? So other doms that I can connect with, okay. uh, people that are knowledgeable about certain kinks I'm into. Okay. Someone that you're really not looking to date or hook up with, but like this is a thing when you move to a new city or even go somewhere for a new event, people always complain that like you want to make friends with someone, but you, you always find just the, the people who want sex or that are flirting. So the friend category is lovely, but then the flirt is for those people you want to like maybe go on a date with, take them to the most recent Marvel movie, but maybe not sex right away. There might be some sex down the line, whereas the fun, you can immediately put yourself out there, put your harness on, put your kinks and what you're into, tell the people what you want. And when you find someone in one category, you literally can just say, I just want to talk to them here. And then you don't see them in any of the other categories. So you keep it very strict. You don't, if you don't want your, your your best friend that you play kickball with to know that you like your balls kicked, you can wall them <laughs> off. There you go. Muscle, you should use that. That's for, convenient. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so the three environments, you can flag people and make it so you are not going to have any awkward situations. 
Again, that is friends, flirt, and fun only on Muscle, a 100% queer-owned app that really likes to make sure you can still have your kinks and be flirty too. So you can keep it in the right sections and not make it awkward. Oh my God. Perfect. Do, do you swing to the left or the right? Uh, left. Okay. And if you would like to swing, maybe you want to be a swinger. I don't know. Check out the link down below. Check out Muscle. Download and let us know uh, if you're ever in our city. We can be friends. <laughs> but speaking of being friends with people, I, did you make any new friends? I made a few actually. Okay. Um, there were, especially at the parade. That was that was one thing about getting involved and marching and doing that is that you're able to meet people in your community. So that's another reason I really wanted to go and do the march. And I also felt like we had been talking about kink at Pride for so long oh, that we might as well go show our face and set an example. Yeah. So yeah. We went to the, the trans march. We wore some leather. We went to we went to all the other parties. It, uh, absolutely in leather. And then yeah, we went to the the parade, and there was lots of leather. There was lots of people. There was plenty of skin, but there was nothing inappropriate about it. And honestly, I didn't. I'm sure they were there somewhere, but I didn't see any protesters with their Bible thumping and religion. So yeah, they weren't loud enough. Protesters at the either. Thank goodness. They they would have gotten an earful from this crowd. I think this year. Yeah, it's, there's so many other things like especially especially this year with what just happened on thursday friday yeah and they're feeling triumphant at the moment mm -hmm. so they don't they don't need to be out right now they're, and of course they're kind of hiding we're talking about roe v wade so if this is the part of the podcast that you just don't have the bandwidth for i absolutely get it uh it's been a very very stressful weekend um it's definitely a way to start out wrath month because there's a lot of people that are very heated right now. Mm -hmm. And for good reason. We have the, the Supreme Court literally taking the minority opinion and turning back something, Roe v. Wade, which is a human rights issue, the healthcare issues. It, it is a woman's issue, but it is not just a for an issue for women. And it today's podcast, we're going to be talking about like what we can learn from, say, things like SESTA-FOSTA and why people like us, me and daddy and other sex workers and sex educators aren't surprised by this. We saw this coming. We've warned people that this was going to happen. And we've seen it throughout history, which so I had a I had a person on social media. I was talking about just raising money for, you know, the Reproductive Rights Fund and also at the same time saying, hey, Roe v. Wade, not just an issue about women, not just an issue about people who have birth. This is literally like, yeah, abortions are not only something that some women need to be able to live through through that experience. People have miscarriages. People get, you know, the R word that I can't say and don't want to say because algorithms, which we'll get into. But someone was literally like, it's kind of ironic that you as a gay want to support women who would actively abort someone if they thought their kid might be gay. And I was just mm, like, what the fuck? What? Looked at their account, bisexual guy, tons of gay porn all over the their their like Twitter, and I was just like, "You don't understand how oppression works. You don't know how marginalized communities work. You obviously don't know how censorship and attacking rights work. Because if you look even even ten minutes on the internet and look at how oppressive oppress oppressive regimes and groups that become oppressed are slowly attacked one at a time, you'd quickly find certain people. Uh, the the I think we can say Nazis." Like that's how they worked. They came after the trans community. They came after the gays. Then they came after. What's the the poem like? They came for this community first, and I didn't say anything. They right. came for this community next. I didn't say anything. They came for me, and I didn't say anything. But I also didn't have anyone to speak up for me. Like that's how these these sorts of rights being stripped away one thing at a time work. 
And they always go after the most mar marginalized first. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were doing with trans. This is what the religious right was doing and still doing. Um, and But now they just got a big win with just women and abortion rights. So they're feeling very empowered right now. Yeah. Um, they're very emboldened. And they're coming for the gays next. They're coming for LGBT. Um, they've already been putting it all in place, calling us groomers and all sorts of things, trying to illegitimize who we are. Well, and actual elections and our rights. So this this is where the the sex work talk comes into play because and this there was an article by Wired that that Race sent me that had just oh what a title. It was, are you ready to be surveilled like like, like a sex worker? Mm -hmm. And it's a great title. You want to be blacklisted like me? No, 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 no. <laughs> With a, a little under under title or subtitle, it says, SESTA-FOSTA laws deplatform sex workers and set the stage to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, I think that the article in question is, it's a little reactionary because I don't I don't want to to make this just about sex work but I do think that the article does a lot to talk about and we'll, we'll go through some of the major points that they make here but show why when sex workers say hey guys this might be a bad thing this is going to set precedent that is then going to attack women and trans people and people of color there's a reason that we say that it's not to be reactionary it's to warn it's to warn people. It is the canary in the coal mine analogy. Yeah. And we've been yelling about it for years. And the one thing this article does a great job at, and we'll get there, is show how this is 100% a test case to see if they can pull this off with one group so they can do it with others. Yeah. Just today, they've already, you know how the, the leaked Roe v. Wade stuff started a mm -hmm. month or so ago? So the same exact people today say a leaked thing is, is going to now go after the sodomy laws and gay sex. Yep. And first of all, people need to know, I just, I know that it's specifically coming for the LGBTQ community because that's, that's what this specific law was, was talking about to begin with, but it's the way that they talk about this, this sodomy law. They want to, you know, it's anti-sodomy. And if you actually look at it, sodomy is anything that revolves around in like putting your sex organs in a face or a butt. It's literally just anything that is not procreative sex. So by outlawing that, yes, they're specifically doing it to be homophobic, but they're literally making it so casual sex is not possible either, With or depending on how they rule, of course. And it's a wide net, and how are they enforcing this? Correct. Where does your privacy begin, and where does it end? So this row overturning is a first step in a larger campaign to expand state surveillance, a lot of people think, and erode the rights to privacy, not just for, not just for the gays, not just for the women, but everyone. And we see this because of SESTA-FOSTA, which... Do you, do you want to give kind of some some basics on that? Or no, I'll I, let you do that. But okay. We've talked about it a million times. We have, we have. Um, but it's basically a law that came down that um, made it so that platforms uh, could be liable for anyone who engaged in sex work or under the guise saying that anyone involved in sex work is also involved with uh, child trafficking. And so where that comes in, the SESTA-FOSTER, which is, was a stop online sex trafficking act, like it was it was bipartisan. People were not going to vote for or vote against something that said we're going to stop sex trafficking. Who, who's going to say we don't want to stop child pornography and, and, and sex trafficking? So a quick no one. brief intro or just background. If you don't know what this is about, please educate yourself. We have so many like videos and podcasts out there about SESTA-FOSTER. Please check them out. But... 
the real quick spark notes in March of 2018, Trump signed the, uh, allow states and victims to fight online sex trafficking and stop enabling sex trafficking acts or SESTA FOSTA. Um, while, ostensibly designed to curb human trafficking the practical measures outlined in the bill focus exclusively on amending section 230 which is a provision in the telecommunication act of 1996 the the short end of that it is an it is section 230 was what made it so that platforms were not liable for everything posted on the platform it kept platforms that want to do the right thing by law enforcement and making sure they're following the rules of of the internet but not holding them legally and financially accountable if an idiot goes on the website and starts doing racist, homophobic, or very dangerous politically things. You know, it's where we find that really like dark web of the internet existed. And now that we're holding platforms accountable, they are going to go after everything that is sex related. They're going to go after everything that is going to be pro-abortion possibly out under this. And that's why when SESTA-FOSTA happened, that was such a scary reality. The first thing that shut down was Craigslist personals. Yep. So just personal ads mm -hmm. were shut down. Um, even though they already patrolled it for that themselves, they didn't want to risk being liable for it. And be, and they risked it because SESTA-FOSTA literally said that platform hosting any content would be interpreted as, quote-unquote, promotion or facilitation of prostitution. That is such a gray area. Because you could literally be, you could post a selfie of yourself and be like, who wants to date? And if if you happen to have a profile that looked too sexy or inappropriate, that could get flagged. I had a, a mug, a picture of me holding a what's a safe word mug. It just says safe word over and over again on it. That was pulled down for soliciting prostitution. Yeah. Unless you're Kim Kardashian and you have your nipples out and you're hawking a new vodka brand. Um, which is not prostitution whatsoever. Um <laughs> Now, with this sort, we saw we see tons of things when when sex workers have been attacked on Instagram. There's tons of articles on that. But when we look at the SESTA-FOSTA law, it puts these platforms um, responsible for what the legislation would deem again, quote unquote, reckless disregard of sex trafficking, a felony that carries up to ten years. So anyone that's that's hosting things like that, no one wants to risk ten years of prison, no. and these websites don't want to pay fines. So, or, or lawyers for you defending it. Absolutely. Now, the congressman Ann Wagner, who actually wrote that bill, admitted in 2021 that she intended it to be a model to reform Section 230. And about three months later, or sorry, three months earlier, sex workers recognized that FOSTA passed SB8, otherwise known as the Heartbeat Act, which targeted aiding and abetting abortion. There was so much similar terminology in both of those that it was no surprise that now we're going to see SESTA-FOSTA set precedent. And now we have terminology in Roe v. Wade and SESTA-FOSTA that, that talk about aiding and, and um, like helping people with abortions, talking about sex whatsoever. Sex education is already being attacked on these platforms because of SESTA-FOSTA. Our videos are soon not going to be, I don't think, going to be allowed on YouTube. Did you know that Facebook already has started pulling down anyone who posts on their wall that they will send abortion pills over state lines to somebody who needs them? That's that is aiding and abetting. Like th that'll so it's it's not coming down hard yet, but oh, no, to stop it. They they're already they're already pulling those down quickly. No, but, but it's then it's going to be people are just for n mentioning things, just for giving educational resources right. about it are going to be in like trouble. even if we talked about it. So we've we we've kind of been in the crosshairs for so long with all of these laws 
um, that we're very careful about what we talk about and activism and that kind of thing. Um, but I think this is like a huge wake-up call for the majority of Americans now going, hey, they're coming for all of us. It's not just the sex workers. Um, it's not even just women and reproductive rights. They're coming if if you're not white, cis white male cis white, religious religious religion They're is coming now dictating for all law. of us religion we have is a supreme court now that dictating is law. stacked and that is why those three supreme court nominees got pushed through as fast they did not care about anything except getting those three court appointees that will side with them on all of these laws that are coming down and this is just the beginning it's just starting and did you know that there's actual sexual like allegation mis misconduct on two of the judges still that have not even been dealt with i mean you look at oh, kavanaugh of course brett kavanaugh <laughs> like he was a frat boy who literally got away with it and then screamed, got away she's, with she's lying about me right. and had a tantrum well that happened tantrum. you're you're too young to remember clarence thomas was the same anita hill <laughs> he brought this up and Neil Hill was right at the very beginning That's and they the had hearings one. over this I remember all those hearings and they vilified her and made her look like a slut and it was yeah that's that's their tactic. That's what they do. And guess who just uh, called for the Supreme Court to consider overturning Lawrence v. Texas? Oh Clarence, Clarence Thomas. Thomas of course. Yep. Yeah. So if we keep saying abortion legislation continuing to mimic like restrictive nature of social media for sex workers that's not good because and the silver lining here sex workers never trusted anyone else to get on their side we never do <laughs> because no one ever jumps to our aid nobody so we have learned to sidestep and be safe around platforms and we have plenty of of instances of best practices and how to organize and facilitate helping each other i mean You're our, welcome. Our, even our own platforms try to kick us off look at what only fans did in august mm -hmm. <laughs> and big tech likes to use sex workers we see this all the time to test out settings and arbitrary guidelines as well as algorithms that literally look for skin like for instance i was just i i had posts when we were traveling for sex work like conventions i had pictures of me in harnesses with pants on every other day posting just fun stuff from us I'd say two out of three times it would get flagged for sexual content and inappropriate like nudity. Yeah. It's just me standing in a harness with pants on. Like for instance, shadow banning, which is this thing that's become a little bit more popular and talked about recently, only because some movie stars or or you know big name people with OnlyFans have started saying, "Hey, my posts are being hidden or restricted." We've known about shadow banning for literal years, but it wasn't something that was in any of their guidelines until more recently. We know that they test these features out before they put them in any of their guidelines or rules or even provide any sort of transparency to it. So when I start to see photos, whether it's Instagram or, or Twitter in this case, that just have random blocks on them with no rules in their guidelines saying I can't have a shirt off and no way of in which like to reach out to an actual help team because this is almost two months later and the photo has not been gone through the appeal process. I've gotten no update on it, which just tells me they've got some algorithms, some new algorithmic things that are scanning your photos. And if it looks like there's too much skin, they're going to block it. We have a friend who's a, a professional model who's had an account re removed from Instagram twice. They've started putting little shapes 
on top of their photos, like little transparent shapes to specifically cover up like any nakedness, even though he's wearing clothes or jock straps or swimsuits just to keep himself safe. And he says that that actually works and photos seem to be performing just as they should, allegedly. They have still gotten likes and follows, allegedly. Whereas on their other accounts, they either were frozen or in, like deleted. It's 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 just it's frustrating. So especially with this Twitter thing, Twitter said that they let me know twice last week on Instagram, and I was fully wearing a shirt. <laughs> they and they said they, they they took it down for sexual solicitation. I think I was uh, saying by a what's the safe word coffee mug. I don't know what it is about the what's the safe word coffee mug, but that gets flagged a lot. <laughs> I don't know if they think it's the new coffee's just coated gay Antifa em emblem or something, but our logo seems to get flagged a lot. Now. It's literally Mario inspired font. <laughs> Nintendo, why, why are you being homophobic? No. Um, so tep again, sex workers tech typically become the first demographic targeted by a bunch, like all these algorithms on the platforms. Yeah. We see it all the time, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, like we, we get banned all the time for no reason. We see a drop by 30% in engagement here or there for really no reason. I find out now that I can't tag you in photos because that shadow bans my account. Oh, I've been shadow banned for three this years so now and still my, I still grow. Um, so there are ways around these things. I'm not that worried about it. Um, for me personally, I am worried about it with the new voices coming up because they don't stand a chance. I think that we have gotten large enough that Instagram thinks twice about deleting our platform. I think YouTube thinks twice about deleting our platform. But if you were a new voice coming up right now, I don't think you could do it. It's hard. Yeah. But that's because the algorithms are too smart now and notice patterns so quickly. Yeah. The same way that banks immediately shut down and, and target sex workers because they notice the patterns and payments and, and just how, quote unquote, irregular they are. That even if you have a business account, you use your personal address and name on an account, if they suspect that you are doing work that is too queer, and I say too queer because I know queer artists who get taken down on PayPal or Etsy all the time yeah. for being too queer. Sorry, not Etsy. That that might be, that that's incorrect. But PayPal for sure. I know sex workers that, and artists who get taken down because they make erotic art or something that's too, too, too sexy. Or two LGBT. Well, I've noticed also on our On Guard, so we have another YouTube channel here called On Guard Salon where we're a little more political. Um, I've noticed the first three videos because YouTube didn't know who we were, got very good engagement and kind of took off. And I know we have more followers than when we did when those three. And I already see us getting suppressed, especially with our last one. Yeah, because you 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 guys are a newer entity by by standards of the platform, but they see queer, gay. You guys have probably mentioned sex a million times an episode. So right. yeah, they don't. You don't have. And we like our channel. We 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 have those every once in a while. We'll get on a trend and we'll have a few videos do well, but then it immediately goes back down. And I know people aren't getting notifications because we have numbers. We can see that. And and I love that we we joke about being demonetized all the time. We truthfully don't, um, <laughs> we don't rely on the monetization of YouTube videos, um, but we do with our sponsors. So thank you, yeah. Manscaped. Thank you, Muscle. Thank you, everyone who sponsors us, because that really helps us out and allows us to do what we do here. And the biggest shout out is the viewers, the viewers who are on Patreon, who viewers support like us. You. They seriously, we couldn't do this without our mm -hmm. Patreon, because that's really what supports us. So thank you guys. Yeah, a big shout out. 
Now, so what can be done? I think that, and this article does a good job of kind of talking about, and again, it. I like this article. I like what it says. I think that there is a really good way in which we can look at how sex workers are deplatformed and then how we use that same, not only tracking online, but social like interactions and patterns that we see in the algorithms will then come and bite us in the ass when it comes to abortions and human rights and who knows what next. Well, no, that's not true. Gay shit's next. I know. No, we're next. <laughs> Sodomy laws are coming down. And we can thankfully draw some some parallels and patterns from that. Now, again, the article is very like the article I was reading it, and it's like, make sure you scrub all of your information and then get a and then get a VPN and and don't ever use your real name when and I was like, okay, we're very yes, there there's some good stuff here, but you we're not we're not there yet. Thanks, Surfshark. Yeah, right. <laughs> So you want to make sure if 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 there's a, something we can give y'all just to be safer on the internet besides deleting some of your period apps. Oh my God, did you see that? Some period apps actually track your information and will report it in such a way that's very scary, especially when you talk about like abortions and and just your your period regularity. Like that's not something I want the government to know about anyone. It's very handsmaid's tale. I mean, it really is. And this, it's it's. Art imitating life or life imitating art? At this point, we I don't know which is scarier. Um, They're both scary. But yeah. the ways we can fight it, VPNs are actually a really good way to just track, especially especially if you are Googling things that are like abortion related. Obviously, don't do that on a on an unsecure network. Okay, and this is not an ad read. This is not a plug. Although no, they'll get Surfshark. This would be a good plug. <laughs> a VPN on your smartphone and your computer. You can buy one account and you can use it. People don't realize how easy it is to turn on a VPN on your phone, but it is very necessary, especially when you are researching these things that are seen as unsavory now. Your Google search history is Correct. now being reported. Yep. Now, you can use uh, whatever VPN you want. You, they do recommend in this web or in this article to start using more encrypted apps for social media or not social media for for talking. So like Signal or WhatsApp or a Telegram, something that you can control if things delete when you're done talking or because sometimes you you don't want messages to linger, you know? Yeah. So but here I, I, I really feel like the majority of people and especially me are just you are not the majority of people. <laughs> are so overwhelmed by this information fatigue and what is safe and what is not because you can say WhatsApp is encrypted end to end, but you're talking about it's the same company, Facebook, who sold all of our information to the conservatives. Um, so well, I don't, I don't, that's where people, we research. people are losing trust in what they're being told Yeah, and you don't know where to believe it. Um, and, and this is where the time has come. We need to find the the places we trust and we have to have a cohesive message, message so we can fight back. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying like use the app that makes the most sense for you because you can you can set what, whatever. I'm not I'm not backed by WhatsApp or Telegram or any of them. But like Signal is one that that I know from actual Google people that they use whenever they talk about something private or personal because that is apparently a very trusted source. Just giving options. Um, make sure you only connect to public Wi-Fi's again with a VPN. Make sure that you're not using any any third-party apps on on websites like track what you're doing. Um, and also make sure that you just you, you can use an offline mode. You can use a VPN at the same time. 
Just make sure that you are scrubbing any personal information that you would want someone easily having access to if you're trying to keep yourself safe, especially if it's around abortion, sex work, or the like. Yeah. Now, this is exactly why sex workers are preyed upon in the first place is because the, those in power know that nobody will listen to us. <laughs> and and the second you Google something... And they don't have a microphone, so who mm -hmm. are they talking to anyway? Well, no, that's because because sex workers' voices I, get taken away. I was joking. Away. I'm kidding. We're, no, I, we're, we're literally doing it right now. I, you you yeah. get the joke? Yeah. Funny. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need you to decide on your tone here because I'm trying to make jokes and you're way too serious. And then when I'm trying, trying to match to your lot. No, no, here. you are not, though. I tried. You are so political today. <laughs> When you, when you watch this back, Stop glaring I want me. you to see every time I try to do a joke and you're over here deadpanning. Uh, uh, can I do the bleeding goat again? Uh. <laughs> That's today's safe word. So this is why it's so important to not only listen to people of marginalized communities, believe sex workers, support women, support reproductive rights. Like there's so much to this conversation that if you guys don't understand the patterns here yet... I can't spell it out for you. Yep. There, there's, there's, it's not just people being like, "Whoa, well, is me? I can't. I'm not getting money from my sexy nudes." It's people being realistic that your security and your privacy are not safe, and that means also that your body is not going to be safe here shortly. I, I kid you not. I texted um, some family in other states that are a little bit more uh, conservative, mm -hmm. and I was just like, "Hey, hope that you're going to vote and educate yourself on certain things." This is really important. And like sent them Roe v. Wade stuff. That's so sad. That's a, that was their response. A one sentence line saying, that's so sad. Like thoughts and prayers. So this, so this is my opinion on that. That we are now, we're, we're past being polite. I know, but we, we, so, can, I, can I finish one, one, more, one more point to this though? Because I texted them the Roe v. The Roe v. Wade, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then I followed up with literally the same perspective of, of hey, Roe v. Wade's being leaked. Hey, gay sex is, is is now coming under attack too and they said there's no way right people so, don't believe us people right. don't believe us so my point is we're back we're past the point of being polite and we have i i know we have with family members we have with people that we know because we're friends from childhood we the time is now to come out for a second time, they know you're gay. They, they they can look past it and still be friends with you, but they're voting against you. So it's we ha we all have a voice. We need to use that and say, look, you're voting against me personally. Um, and I know it's hard to do. Some of these friendships go back ages, but and if we don't speak out, they're going to keep harming us. And whether it's through apathy or because they don't think what they're doing or their political party is really hurting anybody. Um, maybe they're just getting a good deal on taxes because of it. Um, we need to all speak out to the people around us and say what your party, what your political beliefs are doing is hurting me and they're coming for me now. And then after me, they're coming for you. The, the laws here, the measures that are being changed are, are not about the law. They're about power. They're about money and power because the people that after they got the power, after they've, they've already lied that they're not going to overturn Roe v. Wade, these Supreme Court justices, three of them. Yes. Now turn around and they do exactly what they said they weren't going to do. And, so and it's all about the power. 
They lied under oath. So then we have to hold those people accountable. We have to. So there, we, we I'll, I'll, I'll put some, remind me to put links to, I, I've got a link of, of, of a document for not only abortion support funds by state, but also what you can do by state if you are going to help overturn, re react, march, all sorts of things. It's important to know your rights, y'all, because yes, it's hard enough to just be like, well, fuck me, right? I don't know what to do. This is, I'm not a, a politician. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what to do. No, but it's very easy to Google search. Well, again, put, to turn on your VPN. Google search, what can I do about this in my state? There are there are links to all sorts of documentation, whether you need an abortion or you just want to help. There's so much out there. But in the end, you bring up a very good point there. Um, I think people are overwhelmed. They don't know who to turn to or where to do. The right, the right wing party is very good about staying on message. They have a target, they have goals, and they stick together through thick and thin. The left, us, we have a lot of infighting, we have a lot of finger pointing, and we have a lot of conversations of what we should do and shouldn't do. And I think it's it. we need to get a cohesive message. We need to find a place where we can post all of these things so we can go to the battle, battleground states. We can help them out if we're not in those states. Um, people just don't know how to mobilize right now. And that's where it's very important to look at the ones that are in your state and see what they're doing and post about it. Get political. Educate people, I think, is going to be my my most important thing, too. If, if it's a person that you have the, the bandwidth and the spoons to talk to, because a lot of this, the rhetoric that's used here, whether it's SESTA-FOSTA or pro-life, anti-abortion stuff, comes down to hypothetical people that are in trouble without looking into actual any facts. With SESTA-FOSTA, there were thousands, if not tens to hundreds of thousands of sex workers online that were saying, please don't do this. This is going to harm us. And nobody cared. Nobody cared until after the fact, when they, when they saw the actual stats, the stats which we gave them beforehand, the stats that they actually got from police enforcement months after SESTA-FOSTA was passed and people were flocking to the streets in a dangerous way that put them at risk. Now we're talking about theoretical children that, that you know, don't, don't abort them. I'll, I'll adopt them. No, just go. Oh uh, did you see those signs? Oh, those my, people my just need to go adopt a kid that already is, exists. Is right wing. Already, there are tons of kids. Please yeah. adopt them. Don't yeah. put other women at risk and actually put their lives at risk if they maybe can't have a a a, a, a like maybe they had a mis miscarriage. They can't. They can't physically. There are so many reasons yeah, to choose. There's to so have many reasons. Abortion, <laughs> but again, it's not somebody else's choice. It is only the person having the child that can make that decision. And the Supreme Court though, they they turn on this potential life like <laughs> fallacy of like well it could be life so we must protect it. Okay, well then protect the people that are already born, protect the people that are already saying there's a problem here, protect the people that their lives are at risk currently and maybe don't try to constrict our rights based on your religion. Well, that's the key factor right there. We, that's the sh sh shuttling in of fascism is the religious right. They have a taste of power right now, and they're the min minority. That's the thing we have to remember. There are a lot more of us. There really are, and our voices do matter, and they do count. We just have to use them. True. So just just keep in mind that this is a pattern. Patterns repeat themselves. 
If we do not learn from our history, we are doomed to repeat it. If I had one more stupid cat tag, what the the journey of a thousand steps? Wait, okay, the, are you, miles are you just talking about begins now? with one. Okay. St okay, the first two you were are. were appropriate here, but that one was, you know. Okay, be safe out there. Use your brain. Don't listen to or or retweet something online just because it sounds reactionary or true. Actually, read the articles that you are retweeting. And make sure you're educating other people, calling your politicians, and donating to those organizations. Again, we'll leave links in the the, the the videos today. Donate to those organizations. And another thing I'm going to urge people to do, because I see a lot of this online, especially on Twitter, is stop attacking our allies. They may misspeak. What has happened in the past, you can't shame them for. We've got to keep our eye on the goal if you want some real change. And politicians is some. I, I saw this meme. Politicians, it's it's not a love letter. Your vote, um, it's really a chess match. So we need to get our eyes on that bigger prize, and we need to come together. And we have to. We have to. The midterms are so very important. If we lose the House and the Senate in the midterms, we are fucked. So keep your eyes on that prize. That is the only goal right now. Midterms. Uh, it's not the only goal, but it is the biggest goal. It is the biggest goal. No, I, I'm saying you can't you can't say that that's the only goal. You know, we, we, it, there's so it, much it to is, this. I, you, I'm not that's, saying it, that's not debatable. I, I'm saying that it, there are lots of goals. Oh, here I know there not, are. There are a ton. You know? But midterms. <laughs> yes. And that starts we're, with making sure people are talking are, four months are, away and educated. Make sure people are registered to vote. Make yeah. sure you're putting your personal like seal of approval on somebody and their morals and beliefs and making sure that you, again, talk to them. I think that coming at this conversation too heated and over overwhelming someone is not the goal here. Well, that's why we have you. No, well, and that's why I'm telling you that you need to <laughs> open up your brain a bit over here, Mr. Only One My brain's track very mind. open. It's not the only thing that's open. You need to, I, I'm saying this because I can see you getting very heated over here. I wouldn't want to talk with you when you're, when you're, lecturing me like this i wouldn't want to to i'm not lecturing you we're having a you are you're very heated conversation we're having a very pleasant conversation i'm be, i'm a, and i'm approaching this conversation realistically if you come to this conversation hot-headed you're going to piss off someone that you could actually have a good educated conversation and with. that's where i'm saying don't attack your allies you are literally yelling at me right now <laughs> I'm, like, I'm your ally am i yelling at anybody I, I haven't raised me. my voice one what? time. That's because there's an audio not gate here. Time. You can tell that it's not <laughs> peaking because I'll, I'll, this is a serious talk, y'all. And we're just we're we're spoofing and goofing between us. But I'm being serious when I say that it takes tact in order to change a mind. The number of people that I have argument not arguments conversations that they turn into an argument, and I'm very level headed. And I've actually like brought people to our side of the argument to just kind of open their eyes. People's are very dead set in their ways. I was raised Catholic. I get the indoctrination that happens with religion, but you don't undo that without a little bit of compassion. And if you come to something super heated that way, you're going to piss that person off if you're calling them wrong or you're saying that their beliefs are bad. Religion is not bad. It's the way people weaponize it and the people that weaponize it that make religion bad. This is something to be mad about, to act up about. This is something that we need to be a little heated about. But there are instances where having that conversation with a little bit of emotion and compassion does help to sway someone's opinion. My parents voted very Republican for years and years and years until I made it an issue that they were voting against me. 
Did I yell at them? No. Was I a little heated? Sure. But I came at it with a perspective of, do you want me to have equal rights? Do you want me to have human rights? Do you want me to be able to love who I want to love? And they're very open-minded people. They, they really love daddy. They really love meeting Christopher. And they've met all of my boyfriends in the past. I've never had an issue with it. But it's when you actually educate them on what's happening and how their vote matters, not yell at them, but educate them that can change their mind. And they have not voted Republican since. I'm not saying, Daddy, you can't get mad. I'm not saying people should not be mad. There are so many things that we should be upset about. But this is such a complicated kerfuffle problem issue that we are now facing that takes more than just voting. If people think that voting is the only thing that we need to be doing, that is so wrong. We need to vote. We need to act up. We need to march. We need to educate. There's so much here. But it is using our brains, coming at it in an educated perspective that does help our situation in all forms. Spirituality and like religion, I know so many people that are absolutely on our side when it comes to abortion and rights, and they just happen to be religious, but they understand that this is more than, it's more than a reproduction, you know? It is it is someone's safety. It is our choice in our bodies. They also see the double standard of people being like, my body, my choice. If you have any problem with a mask, but you are not screaming and upset about abortion rights, excuse me? Like, point out those double standards, but be polite about it. And that starts a conversation that makes someone's mind open up, you know? Yeah. And maybe they're whole. Maybe you have a whole come to Jesus moment, you know? You change their minds politically, then you change their minds in the bedroom, and then you come on Jesus. Maybe their name's Jesus. But also, if you're sleeping with someone who's Republican, stop it. You stop. Do not give that person sex. Do not get, make them happy. Like, they do not deserve it if they were voting against your rights. <laughs> Religion. Full circle. Jesus. No. Well, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Jesus was there, too. And you were there. And you were there. And Daddy was there. Okay, now's your chance to be funny, Daddy. Oh, no, I'm done being funny. Wait, when did you start? Oh, I see what you did there. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> I think the whole episode's been dad tea. Oh, I was going to put a jingle. So you don't have any tea? No, I vented. <laughs> that was my tea. Oh, how about some Thai ice? I've got a Thai iced tea. Um, I'm good. <laughs> daddy, where can, besides the links in the, the description down below, besides checking out the sponsors that supports us, Besides checking out, like, where can people check you out? Um, you can check me out on Twitter at Christopher Weston. That's Christopher with a K. Or if you can, go support our new show, On Guard Salon, where we're going to be talking a lot more about these political things. On On Guard Cigar Salon is, no. is... OnGuardSalon.com. Oh, okay. But if they're looking on, if they're looking on this app, On Guard Cigar Salon, because if you type in On Guard Salon, I don't think we've trained Google yet with just the On Guard Salon. So On Guard Cigar Salon. The URL is OnGuardSalon.com. Nailed it. I'm Pup Amp everywhere. This has been What's Your Safe Word, but you can find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word. YouTube's every week. We got new videos coming up. We're educating. We're having conversations and we're bringing what, Daddy? Compassion. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say the heat, but. <laughs> no, compa literally the opposite. I need you to come into this conversation. Yeah, nice. Nah. I did. It's very important. That's why I say we're. Nah. Oh. <laughs> we will scream at you next time. <laughs> Bye. No, not, no, scream. Oh. Ah. <laughs> 
I never know what you want. I just want to have a conversation. We did. Well, I know. <laughs> why? Why is your voice so squeaky? <laughs> because you act like you're not aggressive. I'm not. There was none of this bubbly, giggly things during some of this conversation. Well, compassion. Not when I'm compassion. I'm, I'm in it. Compassion. I'm in it. Can I just get one more screen? <laughs> 